0: This is a podcast from TheBuglePodcast.com The Bugle, audio newspaper for a visual world. Hello, uh, I'm producer Chris. Uh, this is a special uh, edition of a programme related to the Bugle, I'm going to call a Bugle Extra. I'm joined now by someone who you might be familiar with. It's John Oliver. Hello, Chris. Hello, Buglers. How you doing, John? Fine, thanks, mate. How are you? Very good. Let's not be around the bush. Questions. Okay. I've got loads submitted by the audience here. First one's from Mark James. Dear John, how did you meet Andy and Why?
1: I've met Andy. I like the existential second part of that question. I think I've met Andy at uh, the Cosmic Comedy Club in London Um which uh, I guess now is some kind of low-grade restaurant. Back then, it was a low-grade comedy club. <laughs> and uh, we were both about to do a gig, both, unbeknownst to us, about to bomb pretty hard on stage. <laughs> sure. And we were, we'd uh, already been put together on a bit. We were about to go on tour with each other, and we'd never met each other. We were about to go on tour uh, with a guy called Johnny Candon around English colleges. And uh, so, yeah, we kind of met... Briefly, then, before spending a lot of time together, and I guess it was that lot of time together that that uh, cemented our uh, friendship. I and mean, as for why, that is a good question, and you know I ask myself that every time Andy opened his mouth.
0: Um, David Callahan, uh, do you fear doing the bugle is holding back your singing career? <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, I started the bugle as a way to segue into really pop power ballads as a living. And for some reason, that hasn't happened yet. I don't know if it's because that's not, that's because I'm not pushing hard enough or because you know, the music industry is struggling a little at the moment.
0: Ha, have you I'm, heard...
1: I'm in, it, I'm in it to sell platinum discs, Chris.
0: <laughs> have you heard the uh, listeners' uh, compilation of all your bugle singing moments?
1: I've got, got through about two minutes. <laughs> and then I've <laughs> <have> had to stop <laughs>
0: It's a wonderful 15 minutes or more, I think. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations well, that, is,
1: that. That, that, that is like a constant copyright infringement, is it? That's 15 minutes of litigious
0: singing. <laughs> uh, Jez Bays. Uh, is being separated by the Atlantic Ocean the only way to sustain a long-term working relationship with Andy Zaltzman? Well, what, what, it
1: seems so. You know, it's uh, it's amazing. We, you know, I think we've we've become more comfortable with a large body of water between us. <laughs> I think I remember when we were when we were doing them in the same room, Andy likes to make sure there's a, at least a glass of water between us as well, just because otherwise it feels it does just doesn't feel quite right. But yeah, it's been. I guess the bugle has been a perfect way to uh, you know keep in touch with Andy on both a professional and a personal level.
0: The fact that I've hit record is merely a bonus. Yeah, that's right. Uh, there's so many questions about Andy's pun runs and your perspective on them. Um, uh-huh. I, I mean, there's too many to just just pick one out. But I'm, how would I'm you describe it? <laughs> well,
1: I'm, I'm surprised any questions. Well, I'm surprised at any questions. I feel like I've made my views on Andy's pun runs pretty clear. I don't think there's much grey area in terms of my reaction to them. I'm against Andy's pun runs. And I don't know that it actually come up across... As a joke, you know, it seemed like a comic anguish, but you're mistaking comic anguish for actual anguish. I, I do not respect the pun, Chris. I do not admire the pun, and the clone fear the pun. I don't fear the pun. I want to conquer the pun. I would like to completely eliminate it from the English language. <laughs> I, mean, I'm, I'm against one pun. I'm even more against two puns, and a pun run. I think is a human rights
0: infraction. Uh, this leads quite nicely onto a question from Richard Avery. How much did you pay mm-hmm. Andy to stop the audio cryptic crossword? You might need to explain what it is to a new bugler.
1: Well, uh, when we started the, uh, the bugle, this is we're going back years now. Um, Andy did uh, uh, yeah, an audio cryptic crossword, so there was a clue uh, that he would. The only he would know the answer to because the problem with Andy is he's there's so much around lies that that really removes any chance of answering any of the cryptic crossword questions, because you need to not know the answer to something. You need to know the answer to a lie that has somehow formed in Andy's head. That is beyond cryptic. That is borderline impossible. Uh, And so that... Yeah, it happened every bugle for a while, and it was slowly breaking me. And, you know, I thank the hypothetical lord every day that there is no more cryptic crossword. If he could just... If he could just destroy pun runs as well, then I would be a believer.
0: Well, uh, let's see what uh, Bugle 200 holds uh, in regards to Uh that. Uh, Jack Rogers, when will you leave America and go back to wherever you're from?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. You know, I'm currently contracted to be in America uh, by Viacom and the US government. So... (laughs) I guess I'm here for the foreseeable future, and then i'll to be honest, I don't really remember where I'm from, so then I'll just become like a little bit hobo, I think wandering from town to town
0: oh, that's trying nice. to find where i belong huh. uh who's, Oh, this is Lawrence Taylor, whose roof would you paint a massive penis on, and why
1: great question you're gonna go a long way to find a better roof than the Vatican. <laughs> Because what you're guaranteed there is God's attention, <laughs> and He can't be angry because the penis, of course, is one of His creations. So it's both an insult and a tribute in a way. I think I think the Vatican would be really something. To be honest, like, I'm going to Rome next week as well, so I might even give it a go.
0: John, I've never chartered a helicopter before, funnily enough, but I think for that, that would be reason alone to charter your first helicopter to get a, oh, n- no, a nice no aerial view. Yeah. Uh, Matthew King Ahmadinejad, Chavez or Kane who would win in a fight?
1: Herman Kane now that might be because I've had some personal contact with Herman Kane um, but it, it's also because I think that, that is a man whose pure confusing charisma could bamboo his opponents to the extent that he just wouldn't want to hit him in the face. Where you've met him you don't want to strike him. And obviously that would be a huge advantage on his on his part.
0: Uh, Jason Bellum, what do you tell the people of The Daily Show you are doing when you are recording The Bugle? They suggest a regular <laughs> appointment at almost Jane's Ladyboy Emporium. <laughs>
1: yeah. well, You know, you have to shift it up because you can't just... They're not going to believe that I go to that particular Emporium for, you know, four straight years. Uh, so, no, it's basically a... Um, uh, you just got to come up with a new plausible but imaginative lie each week.
0: <laughs> uh, Greg Joyner, if you could have any of the batshit crazy dictators and despots mentioned in the last 200 episodes to replace Chris, I me, uh, who would that be? Again, that's another strong question. I think... Oh, boy. Who would you like to say "fuck you" to on a weekly basis? It might be an easier way of putting it.
1: There are so many. <laughs> I think. I think. You know, I think Gaddafi would run a pretty loose ship of a podcast. So <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think to hear to hear Gaddafi producing a podcast, I think would be quite interesting. Partly because you know there's a little bit of previous between. Uh, Gaddafi and uh, the Bugle. Uh, if he found out any about that, I'm guessing that he wouldn't. You know how you, you're good at, you sit back and you chip in, Chris. I feel like Gaddafi would interrupt as soon as Andy had said, hello, <laughs> you he would just hear him jump in. <laughs> yeah. And then the next four hours also, you've got to look at length. Remember that speech he did at the UN where he went through <laughs> two translators? It would be interesting to see who he could shake off first, Andy or me. <laughs>
0: Um, uh, Karen Knight so I'm almost at the end John uh, Karen Knight if you could change one thing about Andy regardless yeah. of guilt or consequences what would you change? <laughs>
1: oh, oh, God. You're just spoilt for choice um, I mean, It's hard to know with Andy it's it's hard to know, for, you, know you know like um uh, Mr. Burns in The Simpsons had almost every human disease known to man yeah. that were kind of working against each other in perfect synchronicity. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to know that if you remove one thing from Andy, the whole thing might just fall apart. <laughs> so I'm inclined to leave him as he is, just a kind of human case study in
0: lies. Wow. It is quite scary when he all of a sudden comes out with um, a real zinger of a fact because you, you, yes. you know, you've got to doubt it. You've got to doubt it.
1: Yeah, that's right. He is the boy who cried bullshit.
0: (laughs) And he has been for too long. Uh, Final question. I think it's a very appropriate final question Uh uh, from Sam Schaefer. If your life were a musical, which let's face it, it pretty much is, (laughs) what would your big finale number be?
1: (sighs) Outstanding question. My big finale number, every musical needs one. You know, you've got a choir of children behind you. Yeah. You've got a, he- a fake helicopter about to des- descend from the top of the stage, like in this side Gone*. You've got a brass you've got a section. T- you've got a brass section, you've got a T-shirt cannon. God, you would a long way to better a ballad, slow version of Baby Got Back by some exalots. And some, <laughs> some with real passion and verve with a sweet orchestral
0: backing. I think think it would be that. Take it down and then bring it up. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, John, thank you very much. Uh, You're welcome very much. Congratulations to you on 200 bugles.
1: Thank you. Well, yeah, congratulations on 199. Let's not get
0: the yips right now. Uh, I'm going to assume we're going to make it. We're going to make it. Yes. And uh, yeah, and, and uh, you can find out what Andy thinks of you next week.
1: <laughs> I think I already know, but it'll be nice to have it confirmed.
0: It's almost like that bit after Blind dates where they get yes. to, to listen back to reactions of the other person, yeah. That is exactly what it is. Wow. I'm, su- I'm sure you'll still to be together for the 200. All <laughs> well, right, thanks, mate. Nice one, John. Thanks very much.